Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to A Vision in Becoming. My name is Joshua Johnson, and congratulations, you have arrived at the very first podcast I've ever done in my entire life. <laughs> so we'll see how this goes. I'm uh, I'm trying not to be pessimistic, but I feel like it's just going to be a train wreck. So we'll see. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for joining. Uh, appreciate you being here. If, if anyone is here, I feel like who listens to the very first one anyway. But anyway... <laughs> um, to be honest about doing this first one, like I'm, I'm a little nervous, man. I'm, I'm kind of uncomfortable. And as you'll see, as I, as I go throughout today, like I think that's kind of the idea behind this is to, to do something that kind of pushes you forward in, in learning about yourself. And um, I'm going to kind of break down what a vision becoming is and why I've chosen that name. And so I want to give you a bit of a backstory and, and share with you how I got to doing this. Cause believe me about a week ago, I was not going to do a podcast. It was not on my radar and uh, I got told that I should do it. And uh, I'll tell you why. And uh, I'm actually really excited to do it now, but I am um, feeling uncomfortable. And this is like the sixth go I've had at trying to do this. I've got a whiteboard here in front of me and like another notepad. And I'm like, I got to try to tell this story good. Uh, um, and I've got marks all over it as I'm editing it, trying to make it better. But hey, maybe we'll just try to get all the way through this thing for now. Um, anyway, so who am I? If you don't already know me, which probably don't because I feel like my only person going to listen to this is my mom. So hi, mom. Um, but anyway, my name is Joshua and I'm from South Lake Tahoe, California. And uh, I grew up there since I was in second grade and absolutely love the place. Um, it, it really, it really... Uh, kind of made the foundation for, for the trajectory of my life, um, mainly just because it's the mountains, and I freaking love mountains, and I really love skiing, and I got to do all that stuff growing up there, which was which is really cool, really grateful for that, um, and going, going on with, with being able to go outside and play, it was always an interest of mine, but it started to change, um, as I started to move, move on in life and starting in high school, I, uh, I got to go to this really awesome outdoor adventure camp. And at that camp, we went right water rafting and, uh, discovered that that's like the coolest sport ever. Um, specifically there's one time where our guide this one year we were there, his name was Greg. And I've actually become friends with Greg since then, which is really cool. He, uh, he's super tall dude. I'm, I'm like five, eight, I think. And, uh, I can fit underneath his chin standing upright and there's still room between the top of my head and his chin. So he's, he's a tall guy. And so you put this big dude, he's sitting on the front of, front of the raft that we're on. And <laughs> he's like a little kid in this moment. He's, he's sitting there, he's like kicking his legs, splashing the water, you know, this giant guy acting like a little 10 year old. And he's just loving being there. I, I remember laughing at him or something. I made some comment and he, he was just kind of reflecting himself going, man, this is the coolest job. <laughs> you know, I love doing this. This is super awesome. And that left a big impact on me. I'm like, dude, um, yeah, sign me up. Can I do that? I want to guide a raft. That sounds super fun. And, and so after high school, I actually went and I worked for the same company and I'm continually work there. Even, even currently I don't, I don't work there full time or anything like that, but I'm still involved and I'll probably be there this summer to do some trips and stuff like that. But that, that like started, I kind of started this, this addiction, this love for adventure sports and getting outside. And, uh, what it did is it, it gave me a desire to, to do more of them to, like I said, I grew up skiing to, to ski bigger mountains, deeper powder to run bigger rivers. And, um, 
and it was moments like that and a lot of ones I've had since whether it's on other adventures now that I'm that I've been a part of or road trips or things like that it's given me this wonderlust and this desire for freedom and oh my goodness I love being outside like the sound of snow crunching under the tires after a fresh snow or dirt under your feet as you're walking on a trail like things like that probably don't strike for I don't know a lot of people even people who love that kind of stuff they might not even notice it but those, those are the things I notice um and and it just really makes me want to chase the next biggest mountain you know but at the same time, there's like other desires I have that are completely different, you know, deeper ones where it's like, yeah, like adventure is cool, but I'd also like to have a family and a marriage. And um, I'd like to just like have a great community. You know, I'd like to have friends that I feel like I'm connected somewhere, you know, I'm loved like that. And at the same time, not only do I love the outdoors for myself personally, but I love to introduce people to it. Uh, working at this camp, that I've been at. There's there's one time where uh, we had a we had a new trip coming in, and this one kid, right as I met him, right, they, they had just pulled in, and uh, we were waiting for the rest of their group to arrive. They were kind of early, and he he tells me he's like, I think I asked him like, what are you most excited about or something like that, you know? And he's like, I want to see a shooting star. I'm like, oh cool, you know, like yeah, I've seen a lot of shooting stars and they're they're great. Like <laughs> it's never a bad thing, but cool, whatever, you know. It like didn't mean much to me. But for him, he had never seen one, I think. And so we're laying on the ground in the parking lot, which is just a dirt parking lot, just watching the sky, chit-chatting. And then we get a great one, goes whoosh, right across the front um, of our view. And he just freaks out. He loses it. He's like, oh, that was so cool. Oh, my goodness. Did you see that? I can't believe it. And so he was really excited. And so that's also created this desire in me to introduce people to this thing I love, the, the outdoors that I love. And... And so I have, you know, these other desires, but really chasing the next mountain is kind of the one that always comes to the surface. And I kind of did that for, for some time up until this point in my life. I've, I, you know, I've worked at a ski resort, which was cool for the time being. I've continued to guide over the summers with this adventure camp and, um, go on my own personal trips and, you know, work part-time jobs. So I have more time to adventure and, and things like that. And it was, it was great, you know, and, eventually <laughs> work didn't work out and I had bills to pay. And so I got a new job and that job was a little bit more of a big boy job, you know, and, uh, basically I work for, um, a reporting agency that does surveys for insurance companies, you know? And so I'm like this house surveyor inspector, dude. And that's actually still what I do currently, but something happened recently that, that really kind of stirred the pot, you know, if you will, like it kind of, it was a wall in a way where I was like, wait a second, it stopped me in my tracks. Uh, over Christmas, I was home, so in Tahoe, and that was awesome. And I was skiing, which was also awesome, and with my sisters, so that's even more awesome. They're they're really rad. I love them much. And uh, it was just a really great, great, great powdery day. Uh, we went into this this one uh, bowl, if you will, we'll call it that. And uh, it was like a, a step up for my sisters, and it was super fun to watch them like be a little timid and a little fray, but then freaking kill it skiing anyway. And so that just got me so excited, so riled up. I loved being in the mountains again. I came back, um, back home to where I live and, uh, just like caught up in my head about skiing. I started reading this book called deep. 
It's called Deep, The Story of Skiing and the Future of Snow by Porter Fox, if you ever want to check it out. And it's just got stories and, it's, I mean, it's the story of skiing and the future of snow. I, you know, what else more can I say about it but that? But it's just <laughs> got me so jazzed on skiing. I'd be, like, on Instagram and seeing, like, all these ridiculous videos, people jumping off of the craziest cliffs, throwing the craziest tricks, the deepest powder. And um, I'd send these to my buddy and be like, dude, like, check it out. Oh, my goodness. This is so much fun. Um, and we, we did a ski trip together we headed up to uh, Mount Ashland in Oregon and um, what it was doing is I was getting really excited about skiing and not just like this is fun but it was going to a deeper level where in this job that I have now in the life that I have now where I'm not actually skiing I I feel like I'm doing it you know and what I would I'd be like I'd get up in the morning and I'd read this this skiing book I'd see some cool Instagram skiing thing and I'd send to my buddy like, oh, this is awesome. Yeah, let's go skiing. And then I'd go to work and I'd keep thinking about this stuff. I'd listen to a podcast about adventure or whatever. And I'd come home and it would be the same thing or I'd watch some ski film. And I realized that I was actually living a fantasy. But my life looked nothing like a ski bum. My life looked nothing like what I was consuming I was actually just a property inspector who <laughs> was daydreaming about skiing the whole time. And, and it kind of woke me up. I was like, oh, okay, well, first off, that's really cool that I'm recognizing how much I love this and I want to do this. And I've only participated in skiing because I grew up in the mountains, but I've never pursued it as an adult. That's awesome. Um, but also, I'm living a fantasy right now. This isn't real. And the two of those combined kind of pushed me forward to go, well, I don't want to live in a fantasy, for one. And two, I want this to be real. So now is the time of life that I ought to go do this. Because I haven't really pursued it before. But where I'm at currently, like my location, my job, isn't a vehicle that's going to get me to those dreams I've had of chasing the bigger mountain. And... So for me, it was like I had to, I had to kind of get off of, get out of the vehicle I was in and go get in a new one, but I wasn't sure what that was yet. However, of course, we're going somewhere, right? About, about a year, almost a year ago now, almost a year ago, uh, I was living, I live in his house and with, with a group of dudes and one of the guys I lived with, he was in the middle of starting a business and, uh, it was super cool cool to watch him, you know, do his, his business thing, his entrepreneur thing. And, but there was one, there was, there was a couple memories I have that really stuck in my head that to me kind of, they were, they were like these epiphany moments, you know, and what they were is that they kind of seemed like maybe this is the new vehicle I need to get in. And so one time, uh, what these guys started doing is in, in their business, they started, they learned about Facebook ads. And so they started running ads on Facebook for their, for their business. And it was going really well for them. Like they put a dollar in and they'd get $2 out and they're like sick. Uh, eventually it became more significant, like a dollar in and three or four out, you know, and they were testing it, you know, just little bits here and there. And eventually they're like, this is going really well. We should try putting, I think it was something like $1,000 in on a Saturday when they make the most sales just to see what happens. Like, let's just, let's just see what happens. And I remember him telling me that I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah. Like, that'd be awesome. And then that Saturday came and they did it. 
and they made something like I don't remember exactly the numbers, but it was <laughs> it felt like they put a thousand dollars in and they made like eight thousand dollars back. It, I mean, it might have literally actually been those numbers. It was significant though, you know. And for me, the impression that left me, I was like, whoa, you made seven thousand dollars in one day. Dang, like that's crazy. <laughs> that's more than I make in several months, you know, and you made it in a Saturday. <laughs> and that left, left a really an impression on me, you know. And then uh, a little bit later, uh, you know, this is like months later, the, the company is just growing and growing. It's going very well for him, as far as I'm aware. And I remember he comes home and he's, uh, he's got this check in his hand and he's like, guys, guess what? And you know, all of us, our housemates that were living together, he's like, guess what guys? And we're like, what? And he's like, we did our first profit share today. I'm like, cool, what's that? You know, <laughs> and he's like, I paid myself. I'm like, oh, cool, because they had just been putting the money back into the business. And he has this check in his hand for a big amount of money. Um, I'll just say it was over $30,000 in his hand, the, in, in his hand right there. I'm like, holy crap, that's insane. Like, I don't even make that much in a year, you know, and at that time I made... Pfft, I don't even just ridiculously less than that, you know, and and uh, what he does is he proceeds to pull out every credit card from his wallet, and he begins to call each credit card company, and he pays off like one debt after the other, just like a bunch of debt right in a go. You know, each credit card he paid off was like maxed out, and I'm like listening, going, "Whoa, this is crazy." And then finally he pays his car off. I mean, this is the matter of half an hour. He paid off like crazy amount of money in debt that he had. And he still, you know, he still had money left over that for me at the time, I'm like, I could still live off of what you have left over for the rest of the year. Like, and so both of those, both of those times watching him do this was really kind of stirring the pot. And I'm like, whoa, maybe this is a new opportunity that I need to be thinking about. Um, and basically what it did is it got me thinking about entrepreneurship. I'm like, that's, that's cool. I mean, if he did it, why can't I do it? I should, I should start a business. Yeah. Yeah. Great. You know, it sounds so easy, right? Mm. <laughs> it's not, <laughs> but the, the Facebook ad thing really kind of stuck out to me and I started learning, like maybe I could do that for other people, my own. So I started looking into, you know, making money online. What's the way I can do that. And I, I, so I tried a couple, I tried a couple different things and I'm actually in the middle of the next one right now, which is why I'm doing this podcast and I'll get to that here in a second. But, uh, the first thing, um, I came across was selling products on Amazon and uh, a buddy of mine, his name is Jacob. We, we lived together at the time. We both watched all of those previous things happen with that guy's business. And, uh, we, <laughs> we were both in the same financial boat, uh, like, okay, we need to make some money in life. Cause we have like dreams and things we want to do. Um, turns out skiing is really expensive. And if I want to go skiing, like you have to have money to go do that. And, uh, and so, and I, and I had my own debt at the time and I, I, I started having a bigger picture. Like if I want to, um, have a family, like those other dream desires, if I, uh, if I want to have an inheritance to give my children, if I would like want to have a home, if I want to like more than ski, like uh, all the, all the things, it started to become very real to me how I needed money and that I didn't have what I needed. What I had was awesome and I was stoked on it, but it was, it was not going to 
bring me to where I was trying to go. And this is where I'm trying to find this new vehicle to get in. And so Amazon comes up. We're like, oh, this is a really cool opportunity. And my buddy Jacob and I, we, we start this Amazon business together. And we're like, you know, we go to work, we come home from work and we'd, we'd go in the, the back room at the house. We'd be like, flip our laptops open and we'd be sitting there and sometimes we'd have really great days where we get stoked because we have a new idea and we have like prog- progress and other days we'd just be pissed and like freaking out, yelling at each other. Not in a bad way, just of like, this isn't working. I know this sucks, right? Yeah, but it's awesome. It's worth it, right? Yeah. yeah. And and so it was pretty fun, actually, that, that whole beginning process. Um, and then things started to get real where we actually had a product and we're actually talking to manufacturers and we're actually trying to get it made. And then we're trying to ship it here. Um, eventually, we started selling it. And it was awesome because it actually started selling and money was coming in. I could open my phone and have a notification that said, you made, you know, whatever, how many dollars today? And I'd be like, whoa, I, that was while I was sleeping. This is really cool. <laughs> Although, like I said, things aren't as easy as I hoped, and so eventually we started getting bad reviews, and the manufacturer wasn't making the product as good as we thought it was, and even today we're still in that same process. We've got some money sitting in our business bank account, but I am waiting to hear back from manufacturer after someday, after Chinese New Year thing. So who knows what's happening there? And so I had this plan, started to move through with it, and in the end, I didn't really care about the product, and so... That was kind of like the conflict that I'm waiting to resolve still and kind of looking at what are my other options? What else can I do? And I'd learned, you know, this Facebook ad thing just still stuck in my head. Like, man, he made so much good money and, you know, maybe I could run ads for people and they pay me a monthly retainer and I just get several clients and I can, you know, replace my income. Well, that's so cool. And I actually came across something that I think is better. And it, uh, I came across this, this, uh, this, <laughs> it's so hard to explain without using a bunch of lingo. I try not to use all the tech words. It's basically a 30-day challenge that teaches about marketing. And you can apply it to any business. And like, e- even if you were just trying to do nonprofit and promote some thing to help the world, like this is marketing to get a message out and to create value for people and to actually help. And, uh, and so as I discovered this 30 day challenge about marketing, I'm like, heck yeah, I gotta get on that. I could actually afford it. And so I hop on this challenge and it has been a butt kicker. We're on, uh, we're, we're just going into week, uh, week three or four, I think week four. I'm actually not remembering right now. And it's been, it's been super fun. And as I'm going through, I'm learning all these new techniques. I'm, I'm thinking of friends. I'm like, man, I could help this friend and I could help this friend and I could help this friend. Like, what if we did this with their, their business or, or their product or their service, you know? Um, although right off the bat, as soon as we started this, this 30 day challenge for marketing, I got behind really fast and it has not been easy moving forward. Like Every day it's just been something I'm wrestling with, but it's been super good because I'm learning. And uh, <laughs> like imagine what I'll do is I'll be, in, I'll be in the kitchen in my house where we have a table and I've got like a whiteboard in front of me like I do now. And I've got a journal off to this or like a notebook off to the side and my laptop. And then I've got another whiteboard like behind me on the counter, you know, and I'm like writing like a madman. And my housemates are like, what are you doing, dude? You know, um, and but it's been, it's been pretty fun. It's been learning, but it hasn't been easy. And I, it's, there's some things that have, (laughs) 
Anyway, I don't know what I was saying there, and now we've hit one of those I'm stuck spots. So I'm just gonna burp, scoot on past that one. Anyway, back to it. Hello, hey, hello, here we are, here we are. So as I'm, I'm working on this marketing 30-day challenge, and by the end of it, I'll have something set up that I can actually put into the world that I think will make some money, and it's awesome. It's, you know, this is another entrepreneurial step towards the dream of getting to the next mountaintop and having the funds to do it and all that stuff. And... Of course, this weekend, there was a kayaking festival on one of the rivers that I've been dying to go run. Uh, I, I do rafting, and I love whitewater kayaking as well. And for months, I've been hearing about this, and people were like, are you going? Are you going to go? It's going to be super fun. This river is amazing. I asked other kayaking friends, like, hey, are you going to the kayaking festival? They're like, no, but you should definitely go. You'll love it. And as soon as I got on this 30 day challenge, I'm like, man, I don't know if I'm gonna be able to go to that kayaking festival. Shoot. And uh, so that happened this weekend and I didn't go. And the reason I chose to not go was to focus on the dream chasing, honestly, to focus on building this, this entrepreneurial venture so that I could actually benefit from it greater in the future. And so I feel like right now I'm, I only have progress to count as achievement. <laughs> I have progress, you know, doing something with the Amazon and it hasn't really fully succeeded yet doing this thing with marketing. Like, I, I don't know if it's going to succeed or not, but I have the progress to show and I'm just taking steps forward and solving problems and I'm not kayaking, you know, <laughs> I had some friends invite me out to go hang out today even. And I'm like, Oh no, sorry. I'm, I'm working on my thing. And they're like, okay. Cause they don't really know what I'm doing. And I don't blame them. <laughs> it's really hard to explain. And I, I hope you have somewhat of idea. It's kind of like starting a business in marketing is kind of what I'm doing. So I haven't really actually arrived with what I've set out to do, but from my current point of view, there's a lot that I've, I've learned in the process. And so like, for example, it's, it's good to say, or I'm learning to say no to good things like the kayaking for something that's better in my future. Um, building this business, which would provide me the freedom to actually go chase the dreams and, and do the, and, and, and achieve the desires that I really have. I'm learning that. I'm learning to stay connected to reality and <laughs> not living in my I'm a ski bum fantasy that's totally not real. And I've noticed there's like, just like so many ways that I live in fantasy, in a fantasy world. That's totally not even real. But I, I, I work this up in my head, you know. And so I'm like, oh, crap, I'm trying to try to stay connected to that. There's a, I heard someone say recently that they defined emotional health this way. They said uh, emotional health is uncompromising commitment to reality. And I was like, oh, shoot, that's really good. Uh, and this was the same time that I was noticing myself do this with the whole skiing fantasy. I'm like, man, okay, okay, let's be committed to reality. And reality is, is that I have not arrived and I have not achieved what I want to achieve. So I'm just going to keep taking steps forward. And instead of um, being so worried about arriving at the thing and achieving the goal, uh, fulfilling the desire. I'm learning to embrace the journey on the way towards that. Um, <laughs> like being bummed about not going kayaking this weekend, but realizing that I'm building something greater and better and actually having fun and um, finding fulfillment in doing what I'm doing now. And that each step I take gets to be the adventure that I want. So I, I want the adventure of kayaking, but this moment today can be the adventure as well. And 
So hopefully I've, I've shared all that story and uh, how I've gotten to making this podcast, which is just, just this whole journey of basically chasing desires. But then as I chase them, I think I want to achieve something. And I, I learned something else along the way that what's more important is actually my transformation. Um, and that's really kind of, it's kind of what happens in the end. Anyways, we go running after this thing, trying to push a boulder up a hill and, the the idea isn't really to get the boulder up the hill, but instead that we get stronger while we're pushing it. And and that's kind of what I want this podcast to be about. I just want to document my journey towards my dreams and what I'm learning while I'm on the way and share it with the world, I guess. And I think my, my subtitle sums it up the best. I wrote this. I wrote, this is about the formational thrill of the climb rather than the alluring summit of arrival. It's about sailing in reality instead of floating on fantasy. And so that's what I, I'm aiming to do with this podcast is just share about my journey and what I'm learning and how I am <laughs> not arriving and instead embracing the in-between. So thanks for tuning in, guys. Catch you next time. This is A Vision in Becoming. <laughs>